Blog Talk Radio.
Good afternoon. Blessing, blessing, blessing. I pray that y'all have had a wonderful week. I pray that you are safe for those who are traveling. I pray that you have a safe traveling as you go to and from. We know this month went by so, so, so fast. But we thank God. We thank God for this season. We thank God for what he's doing. So bless you for coming in on tonight. I don't expect too many people to be on tonight because it's the holidays. And a lot of people probably out shopping, whatever they doing. But I do think those who uh, decide to join us tonight, God bless you. I am your host for tonight, LaShawn from Texas. Thank you for joining us. I pray that you can hear me. I pray that you can hear me. So I want to start off with that song, Mary, Did You Know? And early this week when I heard that song, Mary, Did You Know? I tell you, when you're spending time with just you and the Holy Spirit and you cut off everything, the naysayer, everything that goes on around you and you get in that place of where you just want to hear what's on his heart. I'm going to say it again. When you get to a place where you want to know what's on his heart, what is he thinking? What's on his mind? What is he saying about you? First of all, what is he saying about you? He can't tell you about anything else until he reveals things about you first. And so as I heard that song, Mary, did you know? I'm like, how many parents? And this is the revelation that I got from from that song. And so, Father God, I just ask that the Holy Spirit comes. You come, Father God. You know, this is what I've been hearing all week. Did you know I'm, you know, did you know Jesus told his mother, did you know I was about my father's business? Did you not know I was about my father's business? And that's what I've been hearing all this week when people can't locate you or you're not answering the phone. Did you not know that I'm about my father's business or you guys has got you in a season where he's cutting you off? That this season, what I heard early this week, that many have already crossed over. Many have already crossed over. I heard, daughter, you have already crossed over. And I remember weeks ago when I, when I seen the vision of an angel with a fiery sword, he was, he was blocking. It, it reminded me of the Garden of Eve. When they got kicked out the Garden of Eve, he released the angel with a fiery sword. They couldn't get in. And so he showed me a vision of an angel with a fiery sword. Men is not going to be able to attach. Men ain't going to be able to get in into this process that I'm doing with you. 
And so early this week, he was saying, you have already crossed over, and many can't even cross over with you. That's the word. There, we have to know his season and his time. We have to know when, when, when he is doing things, when he transition, when you're in transition, you have to know your season of transition. And sometimes when you're going through transition, everybody can't go through that transition with you. And he was saying this, you didn't already cross over. Many have crossed over. We don't have to wait. Some of us is waiting to see what these, do you not know that's tradition and religion? Everybody waiting to December 31st to hear what the prophets is saying about 2024. First of all, do you have a relationship with y'all, yourself? Do you have a relationship with your daddy? For yourself, do you have the relationship with your father, which is in heaven, to create it for yourself so he can reveal things unto you? He always going to come back and give confirmation in his word. Why are you waiting and chasing after these prophets and, and trying to see what 2024 is going to bring when we didn't already transition? Uh-oh, y'all better sure it is. Y'all better sure it is. I pray God give me the prophetic to flow on me. Last week he released me to give a prophetic word that there was going to be some flooding. There was going to be some flooding. That was Friday. There was about to be some flooded that was going to hit. Flood. When I seen flood, I seen bad flooding. And when I seen the flood and I kept hearing it's going to be like some hurricane wind or it's going to be a late hurricane, and then I heard Tafu, Tafu, the storm Tafu as well. Well, I say a couple of days later, some state got hit with some bad flooding. See, he got his real mouthpiece speaking, and these prophetic words that's going out it's going to happen. He told me he's separating the wheat from the turf. He's separating the wheat from the turf. You're going to know them. You're going to know who I'm speaking to because when they speak, the word going to manifest. If you like it or don't like it, it's still going to manifest because he is speaking to his true mouthpiece. And a lot of people is going to miss it. A lot of people are in dislocation. They are listening to the wrong voice in this hour. I did a sermon, Who Are You Falling? It's very important. It's very important. The warning went out. Who are you falling? Because 2024, you better remember the enemy always tried to duplicate and always trying to copy. And he come as the angel of light. So when you hear people saying there's a shift going on, you better be believe the enemy is shifting too. Oh, who am I talking to? You better understand the difference. Now he's been separated, and we revealed the Holy Spirit told me to sound the alarm that this year right here was going to be a year of unveiling. Oh, have he have unveiled something. And he also gave me a thing where people are walking around with two masks, two masks, double face. And the Holy Spirit said, 
face off, that he's going to reveal the real face that's up on top of the fake face that they have. And I heard it just like that, face off. And I tell you, it's been many faces coming out, but you have to see it in the spirit realm. You have to be connected to the true Holy Spirit in order to see this. Old faces was coming out. The two faces, yes, they were showing up. He was unveiling things all across the board. He was unveiling some things. He was unveiling his true, true revelation. Because revelation means unveiling and also he was revealing the truth of wicked people and so everybody's wondering what's going to go on with in 2024 well i'm here to tell you that there have been already a crossover and many people are going to be left behind. I hate to say this, many people are going to be left behind. The prophet stood on the tower, was telling you to get your relationship with God, get your relationship, get connected with God. We even had t-shirts saying, get connected to the true living father. Get connected to true living God. Have a relationship. There is a reason at that season, at that time, that we were saying, get connected to the father. Everything have a season, a time. It have a day stamp on it. It have a day stamp. Warning come before destruction. You have to understand that. One thing I know, and let me help some of you out tonight. You don't know how to prophetic. Many don't even know how to prophetic works. Many don't know how to prophetic works. You know how many people that I'm around, people that I come in contact with, they don't know how to prophetic work. They don't know how, how, how it works, how God works. They don't know. But it's okay. You got to get yourself trained. You got to be teachable. God don't make no mistake when he show his people something. If that's what he said, I formed you in your mother womb. I predestinate you. I am calling you my prophet, my mouthpiece. You are the watchman. That's who they are. You ain't going to be able to change that. And so he speaks to them in many forms, in many ways. Some he speaks to them through dreams. There's different levels of dreams. He speaks very prophetic in dreams. He speaks very prophetic in vision. He speaks very uh, prophetic. People can see pictures like they see pictures going by. He speaks very uh, prophetic when he's saying the angel to give you direction, angel to give you instruction. He speaks. He has many ways to speak. He has many ways to speak to you. But when I heard the song, Mary, did you know? It gave me a revelation. How many of our parents? Even you as a mother or a father, did you know what you was carrying in your womb? Did you really know what you was carrying? Come on. I'm going to help somebody out tonight. Did your mama, some of your mothers didn't even know what they was carrying? Mm. Come on. 
See, even though the angel went to Mary and said, you highly favor in the eyesight of God that you are going to have a child. Even Mary thought she was delusional. Who is this? What am I seeing? How can I bury a child when I never knew a man? That means I was never, I'm not married. So how can I bury a child? Me and Joseph is not married. Uh, We're not married right now. So how can this happen? Because you highly favored. Oh, my God. I hope somebody caught that. Because you is highly favored in God's eyesight. He don't make no mistake. This got to come from a pure bloodline. Oh, because he's doing a new thing. And that's the reason why he chose you. He chose you out of your people, out of your, he chose you to help somebody out tonight. See, I don't care what your bloodline is all about. I don't care what's going on in your bloodline. But when you are chosen, God don't make no mistake. Let, let, let's go to a David parent. Did David, did Jesse know that his son, the youngest one, he was highly favored of the oldest son. They was they was handsome, well built. They they had his eyesight. But David, why did he put David in the field to do all that work? He didn't even know what his wife had carried. He didn't even know that this child. See, some people call him the black sheep. There's no such thing because those are curse words. David was chosen. I taught about the black sheep. Those are curse words. You not no black sheep. You was chosen. It said, Mary, did you know? But if you move your name, uh, I put my name in there, LaShawn, did you know what you were carrying in your womb? And for those uh, that ain't even birthed a child, you need to start praying over your womb right now because you don't know what you're going to carry in your womb. Only God knows what he's going to place in your womb. But do you know if we would have known? Come on. If we would have known. Some of my parents would have messed it up. Some of my parents didn't even know they were burping out a, 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 a evangelist. Some of my parents didn't even know they was burping out a pastor, a bishop. Some of my parents didn't even know they was burping out a prophet, a woman of God. They did not know. Because some of them didn't even have a relationship with God anyway. Not to put judgment on anyone. But do you not know the child that you carry for nine months? Do you not know the same child? This is my God. Y'all better come on. Y'all better come on. Y'all know this is holy ground right here. When I allow the Holy Spirit to take over, I don't hold back. Did you not know why you were putting your mouth on that child, talking down on that child? You don't even know who you were talking down to because God had chosen that child in the foundation before the foundation of this world. Who am I talking to tonight? Told y'all, Holy Spirit, I told you, this is G-O-D radio. This is Yahweh radio. And it began to start to speak to my spirit, man. Do you really know 
what you carry in your belly, in your stomach. Some of you are carrying something holy and something precious, and you need to speak for those that have no children right now or you planning on having children. You need to speak. You need to begin to prophesy. You need to ask the father, what are you saying about this child? And even what do you want me to name this child? What are you saying about this child? What do you want me to name this child? Even when you are carrying that child, you need to go on a fast. You need to fast. You need to go on your own. You need to make your own house a house of prayer. You need to make your own house a house of tabernacle where the Holy Spirit can come in. Whatever was in my bloodline before this child come, you have the power and authority to uproot it. You have the power and authority to speak life and life abundantly over that child. You have the power either you're going to speak curse word and you wonder why your child is going around her like he done lost his mind or she done lost his mind because what you have spoken over that child while they was in the womb, not only would you spoken over that child while they was in the womb, what you have spoken over that child when they was in elementary, middle school, high school, even as they are a, a young adult. Oh, this don't feel good tonight. This is the sword. It got to come out sometime. So you put your name on her. Did you even know? What you was birthing out? Did you even know what you was carrying? Do you not know the chosen one in your family? Because everybody's not chosen. But do you have a relationship with the father would tell you, that's my beloved son huh, that I love. Huh? That's my beloved daughter that I love. And I chose them. They don't even belong to you. They belong to I, I. I am the one. I'm the beginning and the end. I am the creator. Thus said the Lord. You are just a vessel. But you got to hand them back over to me. So I can do what I need to do with them. If I got to take them through the wilderness, let them go through the wilderness. If I got to knock them off their high horse, let me do what I need to do because you don't know what you have birthed out. <laughs> Jesus said, did you know when he went missing for a couple of days, him and his, his, his dad and his mama was looking for him. He said, did you not know I would be in my father's house? I'm about my father's business. Come on, come on, come on. Did you not know? <laughs> did you not know? You, do you not remember? Look, I'm paraphrasing it now. Do you not remember what the angel told you before I was formed in your womb? Did you not know I'll be about my father's business? So this is for everyone that connected to you, thinking they can pull on you, thinking you belongs to them. Do you not know I'm about my father's business? And some of y'all got to move out the way. Don't get in the way when father is having his way with people. And people is doing the work in the kingdom of the Father. Did you not know I'm all about my father's business? You, you didn't know I was going to be here? 
He left for a couple of days. It looked like he ran away. He was missing. No, he was sitting up there in that temple. He was ministering then to the hot priest. He would challenge them then at a child age. His mama was mad when she found them. He said, did you not know I'll be by my father's business? Did you not know that? This is where I'm supposed to be. And this this is where I'm going to stand again one day. And so, like I said, that song resonates with me. Because a lot of your parents, a lot of your dad, they did not know the calling that was upon your life. And some of them hindered your calling. Some of them blocked it. Because they didn't have a walk. They wasn't walking with the true Holy Spirit. They was out doing their own thing. So when God get ready, when he get ready to touch them and finish the work with them, you got to know they were chosen while they was in your mom, while they was in your womb. They were chosen to go through what they went go through. You got to give them back to the Father, especially they reach an age of accountability. You got to give them back to the Father. He know everything. He know how this story, how they story going to end. That some of your children will surprise you. You one day you will have to sit down and listen to them. You will have to see them going through prosecution. One day you will have to see the people brutally, brutally come against them. They were chosen for that, not you. They was. Some of your parents, when you was in ministry, some of your parents don't even know what you go through. They don't even have an idea or clue what you are going through to carry the mantle as a prophet. They don't even have an idea because some of them don't even believe in prophet. They don't even believe in the prophetic. And so that resonates so much to me. Only if they knew. Only if they believed. Only if they knew. Even Mary. Even an angel came and told her what her son was doing. But still, she was a mother. She was a mother. And so... Somebody knocking on the door. <laughs> so sorry about that. And so, I'm sorry to dial boarding because somebody knocking on the door. So give me a second. My son ordered some pizza, so I think that's who knocking on the door. Okay, let us get back to the word. He just really boarding like. Give me a second, y'all. Okay. And I'll read it. Okay, so for those who are, and I really want to speak to those 
who do not have a child or if you have a a son or daughter um, that's planning on getting married, know how to bless the womb, prophesied over the womb. You got to speak. If you are, uh, your desire to, well, that's the father's desire for us to be married and be fruitful and multiply. For those, do not give up, even those who struggling to have a child. I would like to speak. If you know anyone, you need to tag people, get them on this line. Those who have a desire to have a child, let me tell you a testimony. I prayed over this woman through the Holy Spirit. Her daughter couldn't have children. I told her, you're going to have a child. You're going to have a grandchild, and it's going to be very soon. A couple months later, her daughter was pregnant. They were saying that she might have a miscarriage. We had went in the wellness room on our job, and we began to pray, and that baby was born full term. So you have to know, God, that's why I said, you take some of y'all need to walk with heaven, walk with God. And if you got people around you that know that they pray, they pray, they pray, and you have seen some things. I have I have seen things happen when people pray. And I know some people that been around have seen something. They might not say nothing, but I know they have seen some things doing prayer. And I have I am a living witness through prayer. I have seen God open up wounds. It's not too late. He opened because if he opened Sarah's room at the point in time, if he opened Rachel's room at a point in time, and I think he opened Hannah's room at a point in time, you don't need, oh my God, I got to say it, you don't need the man with man pharmaceutical, uh, taking these birth controls and stuff like that that's messing up your reproduction system. Yeah, we're going to speak the truth tonight. I'm not no doctor, but those birth control was never made for you to be taken in the first place. Uh, oh, if I go into deep, deep revelation, it will mess up your mind what the Holy Spirit revealed to me about birth control. Uh, and see, that's something that man made to mess up the reproduce, reproducing in the woman womb, to mess up your womb, to mess up your your uterus and ovaries. Some people had even end up getting cancer behind that. When they want to take your womb, when they want to take your ovary, some people find the fact, the after fact, People have ended up with cancer. You better hear and hear what the spirit of living God is saying up on this line tonight. God has created us as women to be fruitful and multiply. You got to believe that you're going to be fruitful and multiply, especially if you do it the right way. He said you have a husband, one wife one husband. And when you have that one wife, one husband, he's going to bless your womb. But see, you got to know what is the root cause. You got to ask the father, what is the root cause? Could it be the root cause that you've been on them birth control for so long that messed up your reproduction system? Who am I talking to tonight? Enough is enough. See, people don't want to talk about that type of stuff. God showed me. The Holy Spirit showed me. 
Many can't even produce because they, they've been placed. Uh-oh, y'all better catch this. Y'all better catch it. Some of them been on birth control even at the age of 12 and 13 years old. At the age of 12 and 13, 11 years old, that is too young for a young girl to be on those things. Who am I talking to? If you don't believe me, you better go ask the father for yourself. That is too young. You're messing up their reproduction. You're messing them up by placing them on things like that. Placing them on hormones. Uh, placing them on things because they're having a heavy cycle when there are natural herbs out there that you can take for these things. The power and authority, did he not say, it have been given unto you. I have had story about my great-grandmama when uh, my uncle hit his nose. You know, back then they had hard furniture. You hit your head or toe on these type of furniture, you're going to be hurt. It really hurt. So he was running, doing something, and he failed to hit his nose. Then my grandmama said, like gushes of blood was just coming out one stop. My grandma, my great-grandma went and got that Bible, went and got a little handkerchief and prayed. Immediately, my grandmama said, the blood stopped. Back then, they had more faith than they got faith in these days' time. Immediately. They didn't take, because see, back then, they didn't have, they, 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 they weren't no doctors. They couldn't afford no doctors. They didn't have nothing but to pray and trust and have faith. You got to get to the root cause why a woman not having no true child. You got to go back into the bloodline. You got to go back into the, the history. Sometimes they've been placed on these birth controls too long. So when you try to produce, you can't. There's a blockage. There's a blockage. Well, she talking about my birth control. Well, I don't want no child. Do you not know how many married couple I have heard? I don't want no baby. I don't want no child. I just want this one child. Huh? What? What? I mean, you, this is what's going on now. It's just too hard. I ain't trying to have no other child. I just want one child. And they place themselves on these things. They are married, but they tell their husband they don't want no more child. They don't want no child. They just want that one child. Then you selfish. There you go. I'm going to say it. You selfish in your marriage. You're selfish. There you go. I mean, yep. Prophet LaShawn did say it. Yes, she did. Because if you read in your Bible, say be fruitful and multiply. And even it said your body don't even belongs to you. Your husband's body don't even belong to him. Your body don't even belong to you. We get so caught up in the world society. We get we walk in fear. But you have the power and authority to take over your own household. But you let this society, you let TV, you let all this stuff come into your household. The enemy is in vain in the household. Remember we talked about the mark of the beast? The mark of the beast is the system. It's coming through the phone, coming through the Wi-Fi. It's coming through uh, uh, 
social media, the muck of the beast. Uh, it's coming, this stuff that they are coming out, these evil movies, these old demonic, Santana, uh, 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 songs and Richard, they are doing, did y'all not see the video about uh, Kenneth Coleman? This old, you know, I don't even want Lord, you're going to have to help me tonight. These people really disgust me because now you are real. I told y'all this is the year of unveiling. The two-faced is coming out. Two-faced, face out. He's sitting up there with another pastor. They doing communion to your eyesight. But no, they were doing Santana ritual with the blood. He cut himself. Then the other man cut himself. They put their hand together and let the blood drip over the wine. I don't know if it was wine or juice. Stir it up and tell my drink it. The devil is a lie. Do you not know what they were doing right in front of your eyesight? These people taking the word. These people taking something that's holy. These people are, are sitting up here and showing you they are doing divination. Who rebuking them? Who calling them out? There's a lot of deception. The falling away is already upon the earth. The falling away is already here. The mark of beast is already here. The deception is already here. This is no time to play. And like I said, and why I'm speaking, when he said, you didn't already cross over and many can't come with you. They cannot. I even see right now the open up the Red Sea. And then if they even try to cross over the Red Sea, it's going to close and drown them. You better not play with this thing in this hour in this next season. This is nothing to play with. We are here to sound the alarm. And I told the Father, if you want me to speak prophetic, what are you saying? What are you saying about your people? Because I don't have to wait to December the 31st to release the word. You have words in your mouth. You have words coming from heaven. Every day you are download prophetic word. You are download a, a prophetic warning to your people. You got to wait. I don't have to sit there for you to get a word for December the 31st. No, that's tradition and religion of a man. That's why he's separating that, that wheat from the tar. He been speaking. He been speaking since he didn't switch this thing over. Some of you don't even know the season and time. Well, that's all I have to say for tonight, unless he just reveals some more. That's why I don't listen to everybody. Prophetic mountain, you know, prophetic, uh, not mountain, but prophetic. Um, when people come on there and say, this is what the Father is saying about 2024. I don't listen to all that because I need to protect my ears to see what the Holy Spirit is really, God really speaking. The Holy Spirit is really speaking to his true mouthpiece. That's why it's a lot of confusion. Some people, this is a year of re restoration. This is the year of restoring. This is the year of this. Why are so many different things going on? We are supposed to be on one, one, one. It shouldn't be so many of different. You're going to know 
who's speaking the truth. You gonna know. Guess we gonna come back and give confirmation. And so, I pray that those who have an ear to hear what the Spirit of Living God is saying, how we are messing up our body, even the environment, even the toxic things that's in our houses, messing up in our body, messing up the women's womb to reproduce, messing up your messing, you know, these are things that God, you ask God for revelation, ask God for wisdom of what's going on. He kept the ability to reverse it. You have the ability to lay hands on your own womb and start prophesying over your own womb. You got to understand where did this stuff come from? Why are young people, more young women going through young? And they, they, come on, y'all. Nobody ain't caught on to it yet. Why are they getting younger and younger and going through menopause? They going through menopause in the age of 30 before they even get to 40. The enemy is trying to destroy. He come to kill and destroy. That's what he's, that's his plan. And you got to be careful with some of this medicine. You have to. God will give you wisdom if you need to take that medicine. If you don't, if you need to take, I ain't saying don't take no medicine. Don't you go and say, well, probably Sean told me to get off this diabetes medicine. No, 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 no. You need to ask the Lord, this is what I need to take for a season. Let it be no backlash, no let it do what it needs to do, nothing more, nothing less. You will hear that voice saying, so when it's time to throw the bottle in the trash, you will hear the voice, throw it away. Oh, he will let you know, stop taking that. that will, that's causing this and that causing that. But he ain't going to tell you just get off of it and not give you a, revolu- a revolution about it. Come on. See, when he was telling me, I say, Lord, why are people telling people they need to be healed and delivered, but it's nothing else after that? They just say, I hear healing and deliverance. Okay, so this is what I heard. No, we can't just leave the people hanging like that. What is the what 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 is the solution behind it? Even he gave me what is the revolution behind it. That's what he said, revolution and solution. Behind your healing and deliverance. So when we begin to prophesy or speak, and that's what we hear, we should have the revolution or the solution. This rooted, this come from here. This you 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 open the door here. This where you got your door open. You walking in rebellion, and when you walk in a rebellion, this reason why you going through this. What what what? We just can't. Oh, I hear healing and deliverance, and go to the next person. No. What they need delivering from? What do they need healing from? And what is the solution behind it? What is the revolution about it? Behind it? If they open the door, okay, this is what you did. They'll get mad. You open that door. You just what the Holy Spirit saying, you open that door. So since you walking in rebellion, since you open that door, you're gonna have to suffer for a while. Uh <laughs> Who do you think you are that he will not tell you you're going to have to suffer? Did David? Come on. Jacob? 
some Moses. We ain't exempt for that. You reap what you sow. You can repent. And a lot of people repent, but they're not getting themselves healed and delivered. They repent and they go back to what they went through. That ain't how that works. That just ain't how, how, how that works. Repentance. Why you think so many people go back to doing what they, yeah, they repent, but they still ain't received their true healing and their deliverance. They still broken. They still dealing with a lying spirit, contrary spirit, strikes. They repent, but they did not receive true deliverance. And you have to, you have to go through the process. All of us had to go through the process. Every last one of us got to go through the process. But the first thing through your process, through your transition, to your transform. You got to repent. You got to confess your sin. You have to confess your sin. And we is some of us, so many out of order. Say, if any month you sit, go to the elders. Who's the elders? <laughs> Let them anoint you and pray. But when you confess your sin, why did he say go to the elders? Come on. And so, Lord, I just thank you. Did you got to replace your name? Did you know what you're carrying in your womb? Do, do you know? Do you really know? Do you not know you can curse your own womb? Do you not know you can mess with your own, you can mess up your own womb? That's the reason why people's not birthing. People is not having babies. You got to go back into the bloodline. What did you do to your womb? Some of these birth control is messing up a lot of women's womb. And so when it's time for them to get married and be fruitful and multiply, they womb messed up. But see, you have to have somebody where God's giving deep revelation and, and showing this to so they know how to pray and pray effectively to start praying that stuff. So you confess your sin. Lord, forget, uh-oh, uh-oh, I heard it. I might well say it. I heard it. So I'm said, some of you have cursed your womb because you had abortion. Come on, come on. You don't know what they did and what was in that medicine. But I thank God that he's a forgiving God. That's why you got to get to a root cause. This ain't no playing time. This is holy ground. And when it's a holy ground, God going to speak the truth so you can know so you can go back and say, Lord, forgive me. I repent and lay hands on your wound. Forgive me, Father God. Forgive me. My children will not kill another child in this bloodline through abortion. I repent and I renounce that off my bloodline. Told y'all this is real radio right here. We don't want you to be jacked up and messed up. I know I don't. Might not like it, but you would not leave here saying you didn't know. We got to speak the truth. We got to speak the truth so the people can be set free. These are things that reflect that will affect your body and your womb. Oh, you see, you see, and the Holy Spirit when they reveal things. 
You have to tell people so they can repent and renounce that off their bloodline so they can be blessed going in and going out, that their wound can be blessed. I don't know why he leaves. Well, I told y'all, listen to Mary, did you know? So it got me talking on the wound tonight. Even it started with the head, the mother. You had abortion, 9 out of 10, your daughter, your grandchildren will have abortion. You got to repent. You got to renounce that this stop right here. I break that curse. Lord, forgive me. And so, Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for this word. Father God, we want this word to cut that the people would know how to fall down on their knees and cry out unto you and cry out for their healing and deliverance, Father God. And Father God, I thank you, Father God, that you are healing and delivering your people so they can go forth to minister to other women, will minister to other men and women. Father God, you're going to use people to be your mouthpiece in this hour, in this season. I don't care what AI doing. I don't care what they doing behind the scene. See, we, somebody was talking about people talking about the remedy. Uh-uh, see, told you the wheat and the turf. God got to let the faith come forth. You won't know the faith. You should know who's the real and who's not the real. No, this as I know I am a child of God and I know I am his true mouthpiece. You better know this word upon tonight. The true remedy is going to arise. And this this ain't gonna be no the true remedy is gonna be arise. What would be the better time to rise when everything's going on, when they're trying to cause another shutdown, when they doing things with food and people getting sick? He got to let the true remedy arise in this season because some of them going to walk in the miracles. Oh, you better watch out. They coming. And they ain't going to be stopped because these are the ones that nobody know about. They unheard of or the ones that people overlook, the ones that people been coming against, the ones on the big platform about to crash and about to come down, the ones that's on the big platform is coming down. Today, you know, I speak very prophetic. The prophetic have been upon me. He's been speaking to me today. That's why I understand when I get in a place of resting, when I spend time with the Father, he begins to open my eyes in the prophetic realm. And we have sound the alarm that there was going to be the year of unveiling. Even in these, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I didn't say this before. I didn't seen a big pastor, Bitcherary, here in Dallas, and he brought it back to me, and he said, "Sound the alarm one more time, because TikTok, his time, time is up. Uh, he have been exposed. Uh, this big pastor have already been exposed. Uh, we have already sounded the alarm about this pastor, and I seen his bitchery." See, God will show those 
eyes can see beyond what the eyes can see. He takes some of us behind the veil. You better know he wasn't stepping down just to be stepping down. He said, daughter, look again. The reason why he passing the baton to his daughter because exposure to get ready to come to the church and means is going to come forth and expose what been going on behind the scene. There's two big leaders that's in the state of Texas that got a homosexual spirit upon them and they wise know and they wise been want to get up out of the ministry but the exposure is coming oh he said don't even pray for them you need to pray for the congregation because some people gonna be hurt and some people gonna even try to commit suicide we release that prophecy he said pray for the congregation do not idolatry no man. Because when he exposed them, a lot of you ain't going to be able to handle it. This man did not step down because he was talking about he was ready. No, he stepped down because he had a lot of scandal. He stepped down because he was about to be exposed. And he stepped down because there is a sickness growing in his body as well. He been telling him to let my people go and put deceiving him. How long do you think you're going to play with the hand of God? How long do you think you're going to play with the hand of God? How long you going to deceive his people? How long you think you're going to operate in the charismatic witchcraft? How long you think you're going to be witch people? How long your time is coming to an end? Your time is up. And if you think you're going to march into 2024, you're going to have a big bang, a big surprise. No, it ain't going to work in this hour. It ain't going to work in this season. You shall, your name shall be called out and your works of iniquity shall be called out in this hour. Thus said the Lord, your work of iniquity shall be called out in this hour. You will be unveiled in this hour. Destruction to hit your household and this hour. I say his destruction are going to hit their household in this hour. I'm talking about those who've been deceiving his people. Those that have been manipulating his people. You about to see some things on fourfold in 2024. Those <laughs> that suffer with him Oh, come on, Holy Spirit, speak to your people tonight. Those who've been suffering with him, those who've been prosecuted with him, those that have to carry the filthy garment of the people. Oh, he got you in his righteous hand. Uh, God said to uh, uh, vindicate you. God said to raise you up. You better hear. You better hear. We ain't waiting to no countdown to sound the alarm. You better hear. You better hear what the Lord is saying. The Holy Spirit is speaking. Many is about to rise up. And I feel sorry for those who've been fighting against you. Who've been trying to tear you down. And slamming your name. And saying all crazy stuff. Do you not know many are going to be turned into a reprobate? That reprobate mind is already here. Everybody want to feel good message about 2024. 
No, 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 no. He has some that's going to stand on a tower and going to sound the alarm. Some got to sound the alarm to the wicked. Your time is up. Oh, y'all better, y'all better watch and pray. This is the hour to watch and pray. And some of you, you think you can't sleep at night. No, that's your time to get up and pray. That's your time to get up and pray. So, Father God, I just thank you. There's no other like you. They can say everything they want. They can tell these young generation, but you about to show up like never before. I told you, we're going to see some things like we've never seen before. The fake miracles, the fake supernatural. No, you ain't seen nothing yet. You're going to know that it was fake. You're going to know. You're going to know it was fake. You better hear and hear well tonight. So, Father God, I thank you. I glorify you. I seal this. And there will be no backlash, no retaliation. Father God, I thank you for the angels that have been released with the soil, with the fire. Father God, thank you for the burning, that you will burn everything that tried to get too close. I thank you for your protection, the heads of protection that you have around us. Enemy can't do nothing. He got to even get permission. Do you not know those hot, those, <laughs> my God, Holy Spirit. See, some of this is not for everybody. Do you not know these some of these people that's coming against you? They got to go get permission. They got to go get permission. They already somebody higher than them. They're always a high witch or high whatever they call themselves. They even got to get permission from them. And some of them hierarchy, they know they cannot touch you. They know they cannot touch you because what I heard, if they try, they surely would die. That's not my word. That's what I heard. So they better back up and back up now. Told you this ain't, this is a sword had been released tonight. This is not the time to play. Mm-mm. Y'all watch. Watch how this thing going to unfold. Watch. But you that been suffering with him, you that been prosecuting with him, you that been walking in a beating spite what's been going on in your life. You didn't give up. You didn't throw in a towel. You kept going when you didn't want to go. You kept doing it when your body was aching in pain. You kept feeding his sheep. You kept going after the lost sheep. Oh, you about to rise in this season. You are already crossed over. God is about to do something in your life. I ain't talking. This ain't for everybody. But all the time or it's going to happen to the wicked. Oh, it's like a domino effect. When it hit one, it's going to hit all. Don't be surprised. Y'all don't see it. Y'all don't see it. See, he already said you're going to see some of them drop dead right there in the pool pit. You don't see it going on now? You don't see it? You don't see it? Mm, okay. If you, you don't see it, you're about to see more. You're about to see some stuff. So, Father God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 251234, Mass is calling. Where you calling from? Hello? 
Hey, Latrice from Alabama. Hey, Latrice. Your phone aching up. Hey, how you doing? It rains, so it is well inside of us. Mm-hmm. We do tell him thank you. Amen. Do give the Father the glory. And it is true, and it's already occurring as we speak. Amen. Amen. I tell you, Father, I tell you, when I get in that place where I shut everything down and get in that place, it's just how he speaks. He speaks. Say, don't hold nothing back. Speak. And so mm-hmm. I'm try to come take your body because you know what you about to release and what you about to do, but it ain't gonna work. It yeah. ain't gonna work. That's when you let me help y'all out. Some I told y'all y'all gotta know when the Holy Spirit is dwelling and doing doing something in your body. Because when the Holy Spirit does something in your body, when you feel the Holy Spirit is dwelling and act it's acting. It does cause pain as well. It, it, it can knock you down for some couple of days. So you got to know the difference. Is this pain? Is this for me? Is it from somebody else? Do I need to rest? Do you not know when you're going through stuff in your body? Get in a place of resting. When you get in that place of resting, that's when he's going to restore you. Oh, who am I talking to? You got to get in that place where you rest. So he can restore you, because especially if you're laboring amongst people all the time, you got to be refilled back up. You can't just, you don't have time to call nobody, uh, everybody, because everybody ain't praying for you anyway. You got to call on the number one uh, person that you know is going to be there and always there. And so you get in that posture. He's going to restore you sometime. I can get down, you know, stuff will happen, and I can hear the Holy Spirit say, "This just, it's gonna pass." In the morning, it's gonna be, it's gonna pass. I will hear the Holy Spirit say, "This is gonna pass. This is gonna pass over you." Because I told you, you don't know what you're going through when you walk out your door. <laughs> if you only if you can open your eyes and you can see what's going on on the outside, and sometimes. Especially if you're real sensitive to the spirit, you feel everything. Your body begins to feel everything. You could walk right into an angel and something else. They up there battling for somebody else. You walk right into it. Some people don't believe that. I'm trying to tell you. But it will pass. You got to know how to pray, when to pray, when to sit down, when to rest. You got to know when to rest. You have to know when to rest. Who is that for? You got to know when to rest, when to shut it down, when to rest. Who supply all your needs? He knows that he supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. He already know what you need. He know what builders do. He already know. He know this, but that's your faith. I trust, well, Lord, I need to sit down. And if you tell me sit down for three days, that's what I'm going to do. If you tell me to rest for a week, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, hi. Well, I know that. That's when the doors will open. That's when the blessing will come through. I have seen it with my own eyes because I trust you. I'm going to give this rent to you. I'm going to give this bill to you. You already know what I need. You, I don't even got to tell you, but I need to do what you need me to do right now. You need to speak to me prophetic. You need to show me what the enemy is up to. So I need to share the dance. Mm. 
Some some people don't know that part. I'm trying to help somebody out tonight. I know some of y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all the trees. I got to say this, Mister Tree. Okay. I one time I got up to get ready to go to work. Couldn't find my keys. I'm looking because I know I put the keys on top of the bar in my purse. I'm looking, and I had a little bit of coach purse, a little bit of coach purse. Them keys couldn't go nowhere. I'm looking and looking on, flipping the couch over, turning the couch in the bed. I mean, my house clean. No worries. These keys at couldn't find the keys. Let me tell you something. So I'm like, see, I see then I didn't know the ways of God, and He was speaking, you know. Call a friend, can't find my keys, can't come pick me up to work. Yeah, he came by, went back home. Let me go in here one more time, look for these keys, because I'm going to have to call Lot Spirit. Why went back to that same purse, open the purse keys right there in front of my face? <laughs> you better understand. So that made me pay attention. Okay, you hid them keys for a reason. Them angels or somebody came in here had to take them keys for a reason. That caught my attention. See, I ain't, ain't hard head like that. Things caught, catch my attention real quick. So whenever them keys used to come up missing, or if I go out there and that car won't crank, you know what I'll start doing? Well, Lord, must not mean for you me to go to work today. You must want to talk to me about something. I call that job. Well, I ain't going to be able to come. Car ain't stored up. Can't find my keys. And I guarantee when I get in that house, here he goes showing me some things or something he wants to do. You have to know the ways of God, y'all. It's about you trusting him. You got to know how to walk with him as he's your friend. Oh, the devil. The devil that took my keys. The devil behind the keys for me. Oh, this devil making my car not start. Oh, they just don't want. I always messing up something. You kid, the devil like I ain't here. I didn't even get a chance to come in your house today. I ain't you. You you just telling me I'm doing something, and I ain't and the angel blocking me from coming in there. Know the ways of God. Cause when I learned that, okay, Lord, it must be something you want me to stay in this house for. What is it? And he'll begin to speak to you and show you things. It might be something concerning your family. It could be something concerning you. You got to know the ways of his way, not our way, his way. Okay, Father, you in control. You know what's going on. And I guarantee you, you go back out there, here go your car started. You L, you go back and your keys right there. Know the ways of God. Know the ways of God. Know how to use those angels too. And I don't know who that's for. You're getting yourself all worked up and God's probably be trying to protect you from something. He might need to keep you at that house for something. It might be a attack that coming to your body. The enemy could probably be setting up a a, 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 a a car accident that he's trying to protect you from or blow out on your tires he's trying to protect you from. 
You got to know the ways of God. Well, Miss Latrice, do you nurse Latrice? Do you have any prayer requests? <laughs> Come on, man. Well, I would like for you to pray as the Lord allows, and I'm requesting a special prayer for uh, Tanisha. Stallworth on today. Mm-hmm. He's in the need of prayer. Do you know what she need prayer for? Uh, deliverance for her household. Um, mm-hmm. Husband, children. Uh, that's what I'm discerning. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. We thank you for your daughter, Tanisha. We thank you for her marriage. We thank you for her children. Father God, we just thank you for rearranging things in that household, Father God. Father God, you see the tears. You see the pain. Father God, you see everything that's been corrupted and everything that have been out of place, Father God. I speak order in that household, Father God. Mm -hmm. Father God, I ask that because your word says, if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men unto you. So, Father God, I just ask that you just touch your daughter, touch her mind, give her peace in her mind, give her peace in that home. Father God, I just call right now true repentance. I call true household deliverance. That when you hit one, you hit all of them. Father God, but first I ask that you hit the head, the husband, that you hit him first, Father God. Father God, that you hit his heart, Father God, to see his family the way you see him. See his wife through your eyesight. Father God, all that strife, all that back and forth, Father God, that the enemy is causing in that household. Father God, I ask that you will reveal every door that been opened, Father God, that they will both come together. They will both pray. They will both rush to you. They will both fall on their knees and repent for they sake, Father God. And so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. I thank you. Thank you, Father God. I speak healing. I speak healing. I speak healing. I speak healing in the body. I speak healing in the body, Father God. All that hatred, all that unforgiveness. I ask that you do a inner healing, do an inner healing on the inside, and I ask that you send true women and men of God into their life to minister to them, Father God. But I speak the deep wound that's on the inside, that you do a deep inner healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We need some deep wounds that's on the inside that they've been carrying, Father God, and they will forgive one another. In the name of Jesus, because you are forgiving God, Father God, and you know, unforgiving to hold a lot of pain and body aches. And so, Father God, I ask that you heal their hearts, heal their hearts, Father God, in God. the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Before you can do anything else in this household, there is some deep healing and deep washing 
that you need to do to them as a husband and wife. And so I just pray that it will be so. Let your will be done in their lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so, Father God, I thank you for every remodeling that you are doing with your daughter. You're remodeling. This is your hour of remodeling. He's remodeling everything, everything around you, everything. Brand new this, brand new that, and brand new this. Brand new home, brand new car, brand new wardrobe, brand new shoe, brand new job, brand new that's what I heard. He's doing a remodel with you. And so, Father God, I thank you that she will rejoice. She will rejoice. She will rejoice. She will rejoice. And everything he's doing new in your life, everybody ain't part of it. I hope you caught that. Everything <laughs> doing in your life is not for everybody. So I thank amen. you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. I do thank you, LaShawn. I decree the blessings on you as well. Amen. May he continue to make you rich and add no sorrow to it. And those same things be multiplied unto you for your faithfulness. For taking the time with us. You could be doing several other things, Amen. but we thank you that for your obedience to the word and fulfilling the call on your life. I Amen. decree it, and it is so, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome, love. Thank you. God bless you. Have a, and have a good holiday. Enjoy your holiday. Amen. Holidays. Likewise, friends. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. All right. I want to share this with everyone. It's okay for me to share it. Um, I already passed it on to Randy. Some of you already know in January, January 2024, we are doing a conference here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We are doing a conference, and there are two hosts that's going to wear three hosts. That's on PGN is going to do this conference. So it will be me, my, my, me, your host, and our dear sister and brother, Tanisha and Terrence. We are uh, doing the host. This is something that the father has spoken to me about, and he had led me. He gave me direction, step, where to have it, where to call it. This is his conference. This is his conference. And it's going to be January the 20th, 2024. You can reach out to Randy, and it's going to be in the DFW area. You can reach out to uh, Randy for more information. He will give you the flyer. He will send the flyer to you. Um, we having him to pray over it. Um, for those that really... Those who, uh, those who, uh, really, you know, that, um, is led to pray, please pray, 
prayer. We need all prayer warriors as possible. If you planning on coming to this conference and you in another state, we do have a hotel that's $85. It's a brand new hotel. We have two, matter of fact, three of them. Uh, it's, it's the True Hotel, True by Hilton. They are a nice hotel, but they got one in Fort Worth. They, they just opened, and so they are going right now for $85, $86 a night. So uh, if you're planning on, if you would like to attend, if God leads you to come and attend this conference, you can see the hotel information, the True Hotel it's in North Richmond Hill. It's a brand new hotel. And then they got one like uh, 19 minutes from DFW right here in Euless. And then they have one in Arlington. It's the True Hotel by Hilton. For those who would like to attend this conference, it's going to be Prophet LaShawn, Prophet LaShawn, Prophet T uh, Tanisha, and Prophet Terrence. And we have another uh, prophet coming out of Seattle, uh, Washington, uh, Prophet Michael. And we will have some people praying as well. So keep us in your prayers. God already spoken. This thing is already done. He didn't already approve it. And so I want to give y'all a chance for those who would like to come. You will get a chance to meet us and see us in person. So uh, there is no registration fee. Uh, it is free. You just have to get your plane ticket in your hotel. And for those that's in the DFW area, you just got to drive there. Or those that's not too far, you just have to drive. You know, seek God on it. He'll let you know. So I want to pass that on. Reach out to Randy. He, soon he'll send the flyer out. He'll send y'all the flyer. 
but I just hear this big celebration with y'all. The long waiting and what you've been seeking the Father for, you know, is right there. It's like it's right in your face. It's right there. It's right there. And so, Father God, I thank you. Just make it plain. He's been with y'all through the tough time. He's been with y'all with all the pains and aches. He's been right there. You know, don't throw in the towel yet. Just keep moving forward because there's like a grand interest. I don't know if it's a grand interest to a business or whatever, but it's. I just see a big celebration coming to both of you. And so, Father God, I thank you, Father God. I thank you for keeping them rooted, both of you rooted and grounded. I thank you, Father God, because your love covered multiple. Your love, Father God, you love them both, Father God. And this is something that there's a requirement. And I see most, I, I see you, I see you, Jennifer. This It's a requirement. I don't know if you really start working into the ministry. Have you started working in the ministry yet? Not yet. Oh, I mean, it's my requirement. He's requiring and I see it more on you. Become my, 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 my. You have a healing anointing on you, Miss Woman. Did you not know that? I I've heard that. <laughs> I have heard that. Um, just waiting. Do you do you believe it? That's the question. I do. I do believe it. I do. And so I'm just seeing he's requiring you to come out. It's time for you to come out the box. Okay. It's time for you to come out. Okay. It's time for you to come out. And he gave he's giving you help. Your help is right there. And so, Father God, let this be a season that she will just come forth and you don't have nothing to worry about. Don't second guess. Speak what he tells you to speak, whatever, because he's going to show you some root cause of what people are dealing with, especially with their body. Don't be surprised. Probably take you away sometime, blow your mind, but you keep going. Thank you, God. Thank you. And then you can even do to lay hands on your own self. <laughs> lay hands on your own self. Mm-hmm. You spend you in that time with the Father, you start laying hands on your own self. You say he give you power and authority to tread over the serpent and the scorpion. You have the power to lay hands on your own self. And speak things on, on your own self. Anytime people are operating in the healing and delivering, they are going to be attacking their body a lot. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can make your own self, command yourself to get up. You ain't going to have you prophesied over your own self. So you have withered the storm, and so I just see the storm being still in your life, and it's telling you, you the one need to come forth. Don't look back. Don't let your power, your your problems or whatever you got going on overtake you. You take it by force. Do you understand? Yes. 
Yes. And so, Father God, I ask that you give your daughter wisdom how, how you want her to do this. And you just take a little step. Just walk and choose. You don't got to go out there and do big, big things. He will lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to lighten up your pathway. You just got to trust him and come on out the box. So, Father God, I thank you. He's going to protect you, and he's going to cover you. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father God. I thank you for your son, Father God. I thank you that you're down low. Keep down low. Keep down low. But he wants, my God, my God, my God, he wants you to keep receiving it, keep receiving it, keep eating it, keep receiving it, and keep eating it, keep eating it, keep eating it, keep eating it. I don't know if you ever read the book, and this is what I'm saying, in Revelation when the angel told John to take it. <laughs> take it. Told John to take it. That's Revelation. Take it. Take the word. Take the revelation. Eat the revelation. None of the revelation. Take it. I don't know. I just seen that for you. Greg, he said, take it. You have to take the word, the revelation. got to eat it. You're hungry for more. He's going to give you for more. He wants you to have real deep revelation of him. He wants you to have deep revelation of his word because the ministry calling that's on your life. I don't know if you believe that or not. Hmm. And God, no, He want him to just take it, take it. Sometimes I'm laughing because if you can imagine a book open in front of you, there's a certain book of revelation, and I see this book being open in front of you, and you got to take it. Got wisdom, you got provision, he's gonna order your step. And so this book is gonna be presented to you and I just hear take it. There are some greater things in this book for you. Be a willing vessel and trust and know that he is God Abba of your life. So Father God, I mean my God, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. And I ask that you cover this word, and I ask that you give them more revelation of this word. Word, sorry, this word. In your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, God. Hmm. Hmm. Sometimes it could just be that simple. Nothing more, nothing less. Mm-hmm. Is it me? No, I'm good. Oh. <laughs> I'm here. Like, I am here, babe. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I thought I heard somebody sleeping. <laughs> well... 
good. Thank you, God. You're welcome. Thank you, God. Is there anything else? You're welcome. Well, this has been confirming and encouraging and just, yeah, my heart's full. Celebration. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. We've had had lots to celebrate, so so we know more's coming. Yeah, we know more's coming, though. We've been patiently waiting because we just know that we know that we know. So, but yeah, we've already been celebrating and that there's something over the horizon, so to speak, that I know is still to come. So we give God glory for that in advance. Amen. And we'll make sure you call us back because I sure want to hear about your ministry, ministry that God has given unto you. Yes. Wow. I've been waiting a long time. It's been over 10 years since he's first spoken that word to me. Wow. Yeah. It's been a long road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to hear about the testimony, the miracle. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank Father. you, Lord. Amen. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lashon. You are so welcome. Do y'all have anything else? Oh, I just just so grateful for this man like God who's I mean, just God has just been so good to me and giving me somebody who's such an yeah. encouragement and support. Yeah. And he's just really stepped up in his leadership role and just you know, he's he's just really uh just a he's got a good gift. The Lord, mm-hmm. I was through. I was through with men, <laughs> so you know God surprised me through a little, little surprise in there for me, but um, kind of threw me for a bit. But I'm just so grateful that God knows best, and, mm-hmm. and uh, He's just sharpening me. And we had a quite a prayer session tonight where He just stepped up and. I'd asked him to pray over me, and he just, well, he just took the bull by the horns, and, and <laughs> yeah, God is just, it's just it. beautiful, yeah, yeah it's it. beautiful watching God it. work in his life. So. I tell you, God for the downloads from deep revelation onto him. <laughs> I believe that, because oh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if you read. You might want to go read in Revelation when he told John that the angel told John to take it, take the book, and then it yeah. was it was a part in there too where he told him to close it up. Don't even write this down. Some revelation God give you, you ain't gonna be able to discuss it. Right. But he's gonna give you some deep revelation. So get ready for that. He's going to give you that wisdom, what you need for business, marriage. He's going to download some things unto you. So, wow, he's, he's been really, like, yeah. Wow, I could see that happening already. Like, mm-hmm. his wisdom increasing and his this role is 
Wow. I'm excited because I get to partake of that. <laughs> I tell you, he tell me take it, eat it, I'm going to eat the word, I'm going to do whatever he tell me to do. Yes, uh-huh. He's looking for just a willing vessel. So be that willing vessel. You will be the man of wisdom. So that's a good thing. We need wisdom. Yes. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lashawn. It's just been very encouraging. Uh, We give God the glory. I thank y'all for calling in, and y'all have a blessed holiday. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. You too. God bless you. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Okay, Ooh, we got some quite few callers in the queue. Four, four, two, two, four, two. Masses calling. Where are you calling from? Four, four, two, two, four, two. Okay, I'm going to come back to that number. We have another 251-229 number. 251-229. Hi, Sister LaShawn, this is Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good tonight. (laughs) That's great, that's great. Happy holidays. (laughs) Happy holidays. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Well, did you have a, a prayer request? Uh, well, I have a well, I have a testimony, and all well, righty. I guess. Huh? I say all righty now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a testimony that, um, well, I was asking God to heal my right knee, and he did just that. Amen. <laughs> so you don't have to have the surgery after all. Yes, I got it. I got something. I, all I have to do now is my left knee. So I've okay. got the, huh? I said, Okay. Yeah, I've got, first they wanted them in both of them. So the right one is pretty much, I've been praying for that. You know, I've been doing that. So um, that one's pretty much healed in the, in the name of Jesus. And then um, the, what you call it, the left one is the only one I'm, I, um, you know, wanna, was going to do the surgery on. But I'm just mm-hmm. praying and believing in God that he gives me the answer as far as, you know, what he wants to do and and things of that nature, so. All right. We do thank mm-hmm. him for his healing. We do thank him. You got to believe it. And, you know, like we were saying, you know, ask him for the wisdom, what you need to do with your body, what you need to eat, what you need to take away, you know, lose that weight and hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So continue to do what he, and you know, a lot of people miss it sometimes because they don't follow instruction. It's very important to follow instruction. So Uh get some of that weight off their knee and eat healthy and eat right. You're going to be just fine. Because mm-hmm. so, I I was seeing some runners, like in my mm-hmm. neighborhood, you know, walkers and runners, and uh, that's the way they keep it off is, uh, and not having any issues with anything, this is by walking and running and in a uh, watering cake. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's working. <laughs> well, we thank God. We thank you. So, well, Father God, we thank you, and we ask that you continue to give your daughter wisdom on natural stuff, Father God, um, stuff she can take to get that, you know, continue to heal both knees to remove that information, Father God. We thank you that she will even read before she go to bed. You know the word of God is like eating your breakfast, eating your lunch, eating your dinner. It's the he say, I am the bread. I am the true bread. I am the true uh meat. According to John, he said, I am the bread and I am the meat. You know, you have to eat it like food, the word like food. Especially when you got something going in your body, just put the word on you. You don't. If you're too tired to look at the word, it's no excuse. You can put the word on. They got Bible apps. Put the word on. You know, renew your mind should be in Christ. Your mind is in Christ. Your mind should be renewed in Christ. If you renew your mm-hmm. mind. In Christ, the word, that's when the word can move through you. And so we need those words just like you need to eat food. But when you start eating his word as your daily bread, come on. As come your on. Daily mm-hmm. And let me mm-hmm. let me know in a sense the Holy Spirit is bringing this up to me too. One day he will give me the opportunity to talk about fast. <laughs> I see so many people saying, I need to be on a fast. I'm going on a fast. But do you have the real understanding about a fast? Sometimes the Holy Spirit got to lead you on a true fast. You cannot go on a fast because everybody doing a 40-day fast. That might not be what the Father wants for you. He might not mm-hmm. want you. How can you do a 40-day fast when you can't do a one-day fast? You ain't do a two-hour fast. So the Holy, sometimes the Holy Spirit got to guide us into the fast. Because what 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 do He want you to fast for? What what are you fasting for? This is not fasting for you to lose weight. This is for you to have a relationship, a connection with the Father, to know who He is. You got to know that. You got to know, he'll let you know, I need you to shut it down. He might just need you to shut it down and go into that closet. So, oh, oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Well, you know, I got to tell him. You do not know fast don't always <laughs> consist of eating all the time. He might want to shut you in the house. You mm-hmm. shut You go into the secret place. And when you're in a secret place, he might not tell you to come out the secret place. And if you're in a secret place, you're going to automatically be on the fast. 
Because if he tell you, I need you to shut yourself in for three days and go, don't come out, you ain't going to be mm-hmm. eating anyway. Mm. You have to understand the true meaning of the fast, why you're fasting. Why does he want you to fast? He'll reveal it to you when you get in that seat. God, when he start training you, I say when he start training you to be on these certain fasts, he'll have you on a fast that you'll go all day and you haven't ate nothing. Mm. You have that relationship with him and you eating his word. The food, his word is replaced for the food. See, when you mm-hmm. replace food for his word, you have to understand the fast. And, and then if we really look at the word, it tells us, why are you going around telling people you on a fast? Uh-oh. You don't got to tell nobody you on a fast if God called you on that fast. You don't got to tell mm-hmm. nobody you no fast because he told us do not be like a hypocrite. You go in and you shut the door. Sometimes you shut got to know what it means by shutting the door. You shut the door of your mind because your mind is wandering. Strongholds of the mind. You got to watch it. When when I'm out working, I see a lot of Muslims. They have this washing pot, and that's the name of our uh, conference, the washing of the feet. And so they have these washing pots, and they before they even they take their shoes off, they wash their hands, they wash their feet, and they they wash their head, they wash their hands, and they wash their feet before they can even touch. Uh, they have I forgot what they call it. They lay it on the ground before they can even step uh, feet onto that thing and kneel down to pray. They wash their hands, they wash their face, and they wash their feet. Because remember when he told Moses, take your shoes off because you on holy ground? When you dedicate your home, your closet, stuff as holy ground, you can't go in there with your shoes. Come on, Holy Spirit. You can't go in there with your shoes on. Take your shoes out. You stepping in holy ground. You have to wash your face. And sometimes when you're fasting, you got to wash your face and get in that secret place. So, because he say why people won't even know what you're doing. The what? Oh, I can't wait to this conference. I can't wait to this conference. I can't wait no. to this conference. The washing. You have to understand the washing, what it really means. When you wash yourself in the presence of God, they ain't going to know what you're doing. You ain't dirty. You wash yourself up for the Father. You clean yourself up because you're coming in a place of holiness. You say, well, washing your face first and then put the, wait a minute, put the holy oil, mm-hmm. anoint it, and then you wash your face mm-hmm. before you. And see, he don't even want you to tell everybody you going on. If he called you to a fast, you don't supposed to be opening your mouth telling everybody you want to fast. Come on. Okay. I'm helping you out tonight. I'm helping you out. We don't got to know. Mm-hmm. I don't got to know you want to fast because that's between you and the Father. My question mm-hmm. is, you telling me what you want to fast for. You don't even understand because something is secret. Amen. He said, do not be like a hypocrite. 
And so sometimes you go into that secret place where God, you're changing. You're you're changing. I don't know how why I'm saying it like that. His bread for the bread that you put on your table. He is the bread of life. That's the food you need. You on fast. You need his word. You got to have the word of God upon you when you fasting. You got to have worship. Worship It's the word of God. It's the instrument. It's the song. It's the, I was just listening to songs. What what was that song? Well, I think it's Psalms 18. I don't want to get it wrong. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. What does it say? Give me a second. And I say, Lord, I could have fell out the bed. I say, I'd rather be a doorkeeper than be in the tent with wicked, wicked men. I'd rather be that doorkeeper. I'd rather be the doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the tent of wickedness. Ah, you better hear, you better hear where I'd rather be a doorkeeper than being in the tent of wicked men. I'd rather be a doorkeeper, and I'd be the greatest doorkeeper. That's the psalmist said. Because I, I'd rather be that doorkeeper to be in the present, your true present. That's Psalms 84. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tent of wickedness. Ugh. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. <laughs> I'd rather be that doorkeeper. I'd really rather be the doorkeeper than being anything else before I dwell in the house of the wicked. I'd rather be the doorkeeper. I'd rather be his psalmist. Telling you, that right there just hit me on the inside. Mm-hmm. See his word. That's the food you need. When you when you fear God and you read the word, even of the psalmist, when you read the word, it's going to do something on the inside. That's the food. Mm-hmm. The food, y'all. Mm. Oh, I don't know who that's for. And so sometimes you got to turn down your plate and eat the word. Eat the word, eat the word. The word going to strengthen you. The word going to bring peace. The word is going to renew your mind. You say in your mind in Christ, you got to have the word on the inside. You will know them by the fruit, the word, the word, the word. You're going to know the people that have been spending time with God. You're going to know them. Trust me, you're going to know them. You're going to know them. Mm-hmm. You don't know him. And so, yes, so, Father God, I just thank you. I ask that you continue to do what you're going to do, Father God. I ask that you, you know, I just see that she's bringing you to a place that you are trusting him more and more and more, trusting him with your life, trusting him with decision-making when you don't know how to make the right decision that he's giving you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, trusting you with your family, 
trusting him with everything in your whole life, that you are trusting God with your whole life. You will not doubt him anymore. You will not walk in fear of the unknown no more. And so that's what I see, that this thing is all about you trusting him in this new season in your life. I trust you, Father God. I don't know what's behind the door, but I trust you. I'm going to trust you with the decision of my life, trust you with my job, trust you with my daughter, but most of all, I'm going to trust you with me, my help, my uh, decision-making. Forgive me, Father God. I would, I do not want to make these decisions no more. I need you to give me wisdom to make right decisions. This time, I'm going to get it right. And so I see you saying that to him. You just got to let him lead the way and trust him more. And so, Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, I was, that's a, uh, that's him using you as his spiritual mouthpiece, uh, number one, because his spiritual mouthpiece is holy, and anything that comes out of his spiritual mouthpiece that he's using you for is holy. And um, I, I would just like to say that because what you just said is what I was uh, praying to uh to the Lord about before I even call. Oh, well. <laughs> I just told him, I said, use me, Lord. I mean, any way that you want to. And uh, I just don't, I don't ever want to look back because you know what happens when you look back. You just want to be able to look forward and let him lead and guide you on a pathway of righteousness. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my prayer. Amen. <laughs> Well, we thank you, Miss Sarah, for calling in. You have a blessed holiday. Be safe, and God bless you. God bless you, and be safe in the name of Jesus. Have a, a blessed holiday. Thank you. Okay, you too. All right. Nine five four five eight zero. Man, who's calling? Where are you calling from? Nine five four five eight zero. Nine five four five eight zero. I can hear somebody, but late. I think they didn't want to sleep. We'll come back. Nine five one nine six six. Mrs. Collins, where are you calling from? Hi, Cecilia Shine. Happy holidays. Hey, happy holidays. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. That's great. That's great. That's great. Well, you got something you want to share? Maybe you have a friend. Well, I'd like to pray for my my oldest and um and my mom. If I could pray for them. You say pray for your mom and who else? My oldest daughter. Okay. Well, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this family. We thank you the strength of her mom, Father God, that you 
still have her here, Father God. We thank you for her strength, her ability, Father God. We thank you that your Holy Spirit is touching her body right now as we speak, Father God. We thank you that the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy in these days, Father God, she will have more joy, more joy, more joy. And so, Father God, I thank you that you are her strength. Uh, Father God, I thank you, Father God. Father God, every stiffness, every pain that's trying to hold her down, Father God. Father God, we thank you for the years. We thank you for being her shield, her strong tower. We thank you, Father God, for the wisdom. Father God, we thank you for the peace. Father God, we thank you for rest, that she's rested. Father God, and as she rests, and Father God, you're healing every arthritis, every stiffness, mm-hmm. everything yeah. that's in her body that's not like you, Father God. We are speaking healing from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Father God, that mm-hmm. you have been performing miracles after miracles after miracle over this woman, yeah. Father God. So let this be an yeah. hour yeah. in the season that you will rejoice. Oh, Father God, she will make a joyful noise, a joyful sound that it will hit heaven, Father God. And, Father God, I thank you for what you're doing, even with the daughter, Father God. Oh, Father God, you about to turn some things around, Father God. Then when she turn this time, she's going to turn right into you. I'm going to say it again. When she turn this time, she's going to turn right into you, that she ain't going to even have choice, Father God. Everything that's trying to stagnate her and frustrate her, Father God, that she will learn. You're going to teach her how to surrender, how to give it all unto you, Mm -hmm. Father God, that she will not run no longer. She ain't running from her mama. Mm -hmm. She's running from you, but she's going to run right into you. So, Father God, I thank you. Yeah, boy, 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 boy. I thank you, Father God, that when she do run into you, you're going to embrace her, Father God. You're going to teach her. You're going to mold her into the woman that you made her out to be. And so, Father God, that I just thank you, Father God, for touching her mind, the way she thinks, the way she acts, that frustration, Father God, that trying to take over even that unforgiveness. Mm. Ask that you go on the deep on the inside yeah. and take that unforgiveness. Yeah, I just speak healing to her heart. That unforgiveness will come yeah. out of her heart in the name of Jesus, that she will forgive herself yeah. and forgive those that are around her, Father God. Create her new heart. And Father God, even yeah. renew her mind, let her mind be in you. And Father God, bring her to a place of true repentance. Bring her to a place that she will know yeah. you are real, yeah. that you've been keeping her, you've been protecting her, yeah. and you've got the last say-so in your hand. So Father God, help her to understand that who you are in her life in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yes, Father God, I thank you. Thank you, Father. I just pray that you release some people out of her heart. This will be a season that you will release, release these people. Release them, let them go. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. It's a little Thank bit easier to talk to. Yeah. Um, oh, that's nice. And I'm just praying God just uh, just show me, you know, the right way to deal with this. You know what? And I just agree with you, come in agreement with you that God will let you see her through his eyesight. And God mm-hmm. will give you the wisdom how, because I, I had to ask the Father for that for my own children, and that God will mm-hmm. fish your heart, do a thing with your heart, and God will show you what to say, what not to say when it comes down to, to, mm-hmm. to her, when y'all have conversation, um, that God yeah. will give you that wisdom, what to say and what not to say, and that God will let you really see you know, in the things that he showed you, you don't have to say nothing to her. You just go and pray for her. You just go and pray for her. And God's going to guide you what you need to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Just let him take over. Let him take over the situation. Man. And so sometimes he'll tell you not to say nothing. Just love her. Just say, I love you. Have a good day. That's it. Mm-hmm. How was your day? And that's it. Let God yes, speak. I'm to talk a little bit more, but, you know, mm-hmm. I know there's issues she's in the relationship that she doesn't need to be in. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, yep. <laughs> As a parent, we all know that very well. So he's working it out. Trust him. Yeah, the more you yeah. say something to her about it, the more she's going to pull and be rebellious. Mm-hmm. Just give that situation to the father. It's going to be on his timing. You can, you can relax mm-hmm. on that. It's going to be on his timing. Yeah. He'll, he'll open her eyes. He'll do, watch. That's what I say. She's going to run right into him. And when he, she sees the love of Christ, she's going to know. Mm-hmm. So you just got to trust him on it. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to get that situation mm-hmm. to the father. Just trust him on it. And that's the prayer. You should be praying that she will know the heart of Christ, the love of Christ would take over her. And that's it. And trust the Father that he would do it. And trust him. Him. God will remove some stuff. Believe that. He will do it. Mm-hmm. Got the trust him. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. So she'll be, she'll be okay. She'll be just fine. Just trust the Father. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to try to work things out uh, for the 20th. I can try to come. Oh, okay. And, we'll yeah, I'm going to try. Like, I'm going to work on, uh, work on switching things around in my job. So. Oh, we would love to see you too. We would love to see you. So let God will. 
CGN family. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let God will be done in that situation, and I believe it will. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, keep us posted. Well, keep us I posted. Too. Keep us I posted. I will. I will. I'll I'll back your number. Number. Uh, thank oh, you, Regina. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And I'll, yeah, I'll see you or talk to you. Uh, happy holidays. Holiday. Oh, Have God bless you. Thank you. You're right. God bless you. All right. Let's see. Three, two, one, two, three, zero. Miss, who's calling? Where are you calling from? Hi, Sister Lachon. This is Bontelise. Hey, how you Call doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing blessed. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Happy mm-hmm. holidays. Same to you. Alrighty. Was well, that a prayer request? Something you want to share? Well, I did call to get prayer um, for two people that I care about. They're both going through chemotherapy, mm. and um, I had um reached out to one yesterday, and um, he just wrote me back basically to just say asking um me to pray for her, and then I went to see. Um, the other one the other day, and she, I mean, I could tell she was like hanging in there, but it, she's like really, um, she was having a decent day, but the whole situation itself is like bothering her. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, we ask that you show up in both of these cases, Father God. We ask that they, well, their cases already been presented unto you, Father God. Whatever the enemy has in the courts of heaven against these young ladies, Father God. Father God, if there's anything that's in them that needs to be healed or deep inner healing, Father God, let it be revealed now, Father God. Father God, that they would not have anything holding anything on the inside that counsel will be able to attach to it, Father God. And so, Father God, I thank you because you are merciful, Father God. You're you still performing miracles, Father God. And so, Father God, we know that you, we can speak the word and tell counsel to dry up, Father God. But, Father God, we ask that you help their unbelief, Father God, that let them have a relationship with you. If they don't know who you are, Father God, we ask that you show up in their life, even in the night season. Show up, Father God, to let them know that you are real, that you are still in control, Father God, that you have the last final say-so. So show up, let your word overtake them, let your word overtake their mind, let your word dwell inside of them, Father God, because your word say greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So, Father God, that they will know that you are the true bread and you are the true meat. You came as the true light. You came as the true word, Father God. And, Father God, that you will give them wisdom on food that they need to eat to starve the cancer, to where the cancer don't have no choice but to wither up and die. And Father God, we shut the mouth of the adversary that comes to them at night, telling them that they will not live, putting 
fear in them, Father God. We bind and we rebuke the spirit of fear. You don't give us fear. You give us power and love and a sound mind. And I declare a sound mind will be with them. Peace should be their portion. Father God, I declare and decree over both of them that they should be in good health as well as they soul prosper. Let that be their portion, Father God. Let them hold on to a word. Give them a word that they can hold on to. Give them a word that they can lay hands on themselves and speak to their counsel in their body to dry up, Father God. Give them a word, Father God, day by day as your daily bread. In the name of Jesus, that the word will be their daily bread. And Father God, that they will wake up with your daily bread, which is your word. They will go to sleep with your daily bread, which is your word. And so, Father God, we thank you. And I ask that you put faith walkers around them, those who believe that you are still performing miracles, those that can look at an X-rated. If you send that nurse that is a believer, you send that nurse that can lay hands on the X-ray and tell counsel to dry up and do not come into their dwelling place anymore. Father God, you send faith walkers that believe that you still the same God today, yesterday, and forever ever into their life. And I thank you for the daughter that's praying for them as well. Father God, that we should gather up and be the strongest one for them to pray, Father God, for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And Father God, I just speak that there will be no uh, real terrible side effect from this chemo. Mm. Father God, there will be no just real bad side effect. That when people see them, they were like, you had what? You don't you look like you had chemo. And they would be like, oh, you know, I got the strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strong tower that they would not look to what they've been through, Father God, that they would not have terrible sign effect behind the chemo. Oh, Father God, I ask that you perform a miracle in their life, that they can say, you did it, you did it, you did it. You get the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Lashon. God bless you. Oh, God bless you, and you have a blessed holiday. You do the same. Thank you. Two, three, two, three, four, two, three, four, two, four, eight. I don't know if you got to speak. I don't know if you got to speak. Got me on speaker by here. Got me on speaker by here. Echo. Hello? Hello? Is it yes. is it still echo? Hello? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm on um one of the um text now thing for on the internet because I don't have no minutes on my phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's who's calling. You know the thing. Mm-hmm. Mimi Ford. Oh, how you doing? Oh, how you doing? Fine. And where you calling from? Calling from Ohio. Okay. 
Did you have a prayer request? Um, I'm trying to look for a job. Pray for me to get a job and for my finances to um, mm-hmm. get better. Mm-hmm. And for my family to get um, closer to one another, forgive each other, and they get closer to one another. And I'm trying to figure out if I should go to Akron. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh-huh. I'm going to place you on hold so there won't be too so much sure. echo in the background. And you're not going to get to you. So, Father God, I thank you for your daughter. Father God, I thank you for household deliverance with her family, Father God. That let this be a season in their life that they will know you, Father God, the real you, Father God. I ask that you bring deliverance to each one of their household, even your daughter, Father God, that requesting, Father God, that her family would get close. But the number one person they should be getting close to is you, Father God, if they have a relationship with you first. And so you can do what you need to do on the inside with all of them to bring the healing, the, the healing and deliverance, Father God, healing to that brokenness, healing to that broken heart, healing to the, all that unforgiveness, the hatred, the backbiting, the strife amongst each other, the blame and pointing fingers among each other. They hate this one because of this one. They've been holding a grudge since they was a young child. Father God, I ask that you heal and break that up off this family, Father God, that they would know that you are a loving God, that you 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 forgive, Father God. And so, Father God, when they know who you are and they can forgive themselves and then they can forgive one another and then when they see the love of Christ and they see how much you love them and then they can love one another, Father God, because they know the love of Christ and they experience your love. Let this be an hour that they experience you. And, Father God, I ask that your daughter will experience you, Father God, long as she know who you are. You are her daddy. You are her husband. You are her partner. You are her strong tower. Help her to understand these things that she will understand it very well. There will be no confusion, Father God, because you ain't a God of a confusion. Father God, you promise peace. That's what you promise. Peace that passes all understanding, that she will know you are peace for God, that she will know that you are a loving God, that, Father God, she needs to know your love, Father God, your love to heal that broken heart, that love that can sew up the, wanted, the wounds that she has, Father God. I ask that you bring her to a place of that she will receive her true deliverance and healing to wound up that broken heart, Father God, that she will release the people unto you and let them go, Father God, so you can come in and heal that broken and wounded heart, Father God. We bind the strong man of unforgiveness, Father God. And Father God, once you do a new thing in her, Father God, she can continue on to be blessed. She can continue on to receive and be awards that you have for her in heaven, that it will be done in her life here on earth as it is in heaven. But Father God, I ask that you snip, 
stitch everything that needs to be stitched in her life, Father God, that even you will stitch it up with you, Father God, because you not already bored everything on that tree, that so she will not carry it anymore. And so, Father God, continue to do the finished work with her. Continue to do a finished work with her family. And, Father God, when she surrender to you, everything will line up in her life. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hello. Hello. Yes, um, ma'am. God, ma'am. And finances. Yeah, I did pray for that. Once yeah, God did pray for that, you everything gonna line up in your life. Everything gonna line up in your life. Okay. Yeah. When he, when, he, when, he, when he continued to work on you, everything will line up. Trust him. Everything will line up. You said I have unforgiveness. Say it again. Did you say I have forgiveness? Say it again. I did not say Did you say I have unforgiveness? I didn't say that just what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. One one, one day, get a pen and a paper and write things down. When you pray, first pray. And then the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you the people that you still hold in your heart. And once he revealed it to you, and once he wrote it down, you just don't do that and say, I forgive them, I release them unto you. But you got the, you got the meaning in your heart. Just don't say it out your mouth, but you mean it in your heart. And I pray God will heal. He will heal your heart. You have any other question? You have any other question? Um, well, how do you say it again? No, oh, you have the Holy Spirit. Say it again. How do you know if you have the Holy Spirit or not? The Holy Spirit is in you. It's already in you. It just probably needs to be activated. Not you probably need to be away. You will know you have to either read his word, pray, worship. You are you we we are human. We we are made in his image and like we are made in his image and likeness. The Holy Spirit dwells on the inside. Independent of what you got going on in your life. You get to be something distracting you or, you know, people that operate in a lot of things. So it depends on what you're doing. So um, we are all souls belong to, to, to God. All souls belong to God. 
but you got to choose what you you want to do with your life. You got to choose if you want to keep sinning or keep, you know unforgiveness is sinning. You know how do you say God in heaven to forgive you when you can't. Forgive you these people who are hurt. You gotta let them go. Don't mean you gotta go and be in their face. You gotta let them go. You got to forgive them and let them go. It's not for them, it's for you. And so the Holy Spirit narrated her. The more you spend time with the Father, the more you read, the more you pray. The more you pray. When you surrender to when him, you surrender to him, and let him do what he need to do, and let the, him do what he need to do. Now, don't get the Holy Spirit. Now, don't get the Holy Spirit. Mind. That's a whole different thing. Hello. Don't get the Holy Spirit. Yeah, don't get the Holy Spirit mixed up with what? Your mind. Your mind. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because we can hear different voices. Yeah, because we can hear different voices. Renew our mind in Christ. Renew our mind. can be renewed in Christ. The enemy always try to take your mind. Yeah, I think that's what he's doing to me. Yeah, he always packing your yeah, mind. Always packing your mind. The weapons of our warfare, the corner of his might is Christ. You got to renew your mind in Christ. How you renew your mind in Christ? You got to get him his word. You got to seek him. You got to be praying. Well, I don't care what can against your mind. You got to stand against it. You got to replace your thought with good thoughts. You got to speak encouraged words over yourself. And so always remember your mind and the Holy Spirit. Two different things. Two different things. Okay. And when your mind starts missing you, I don't care what you're get on there and just read. Get in like the book of Proverbs and the book of Proverbs is very good. Okay. And if you got to read, read the word, no weapon form against you, you have to read those words over and over until you're going to start getting in you. It's going to wake you up in the Okay. And so I just pray that this helps you, and I just ask God to put some real women around you that can help you. Yeah, I need some money around me. Yeah, I pray that he will place them. And I just pray that you will be teachable. And I just pray that you will be teachable. That you would just, you know, let them help that you. That you would just, you know, let them help you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.
You're welcome. Well, thank you for calling in, and you have a great weekend. Thank you for calling in, and you have a great weekend. And happy holiday. And happy holiday. You too. God bless you. God bless you. Let me go back up here to this number. 442-242. Mass who's calling? Where are you calling from? Okay, I think they got up. And I think this one is sleep. Nine five four five eight. Yep, they 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 can cheat real. Oh, wait a minute, I can hear them. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, blessings to you. Listen to you. How you doing? I'm well, thanks. But I was blessed by the word tonight. There was so much insight to have received from the word. Thank oh. you. God bless you. We give God the glory. Thank you for coming in, Dr. Carolyn. Thank you for Just thank Him. Is there a request or something you want to share? Um, well, not really. I'm just, I'm just really committing these last few days into the hands of the Lord. Um, whilst you have spoken, many of us have actually crossed over. Um, I just want to be intentional in regards to the way in which I do spend the next year. So I'm just seeking God for His wisdom and his directions pertaining a few things and believing God to see the manifestation of a few things um, within the next um, few months in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. <laughs> you were talking, I think count down. Like a count, literally count down. Like five, four, mm-hmm. three. Like a bang, go. That's right. A countdown. Something, 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 something. I just, I just see a countdown. There is a countdown in Holy Spirit. What is this countdown for? But I just see a count like it's counting down. But it's like it's, like it's something gonna be big after get to one. I don't know if he's going to shoot you forward so fast and you have to have time to say, well, what about this? What is this? What is this? It's going to go so quickly. So, cause this is what I see. Some of us are so behind. It's just God got to shoot us forward. It's like a push. This ain't no push. It's like he's shooting you forward. It's like Got the, it's, it's a countdown. It's like you got to catch up. It's, I don't know what it is, but ask God, him more about it. But I see this down, and then at the end, it's like you just, it's just like a takeoff flight. You're just taking off, and it's not a takeoff. No, it's not slow. But it's a countdown for you. And I don't want to add more to it and take away. Because he's not giving me, he's not giving me more. 
not giving me more, but I see the numbers in it. But I see you just standing there. You, know? you just standing there. But when it gets to one, it's no more. You know, it's just slow. It ain't going to be no slow thing. It's going to be so fast. Everything that starts going to move fast for you. Fast for you. Fast for you. Because you've been in that season of preparation. You've been, in, you've been in it. But it's time for you to like go, go, go. God is going to require of you, more things to do, more you telling you to speak, how to speak. One day I'll tell you get up and something, I don't know, but you just, it's just going to whenever you tell you to do it, you're going to have to do it. It's no more uh, prolonging that you are you moving like, oh, I want to wait for this and I want to wait for this. You're going to know without a shadow of that one. You to move here, move there. You gonna have to go. It's, it's just like a countdown. You gonna have to go. And that's what I see. A count. You gonna have to go. Amen. Hallelujah. Nobody can't hold your hand in this. Nobody's gonna have to hold a hand of Christ. And it's going to move so fast. It's gonna, I don't know why he's going to do you like that. Like I said, something goes so behind. He's got to shoot like a swing shot. He's got to shoot us so far. Why he going to shoot you for? So get ready. You might well get ready. It's going to happen. You might well get ready for it. He might tell you, Carl, and pack your bag and go to the United States, pack your bag and go to Africa. You're going to have to be in that position when he tell you to do it. Do it. Amen. Yeah. He's not going to build you back. You're not going to be able to look back anymore. You're not going to have things concerning other people, but God is going to perfect everything concerning you. My God, Amen. I felt that. Hallelujah. I felt that Amen. right there. He's going to put concerning you. So it's a countdown. You got to go. God, I ask that you give a more revelation. Give a more revelation of this word. Give a confirmation of this word. Father God, even give a deep. Give a more that you are revealing to me. Give her more that she know that this is you and what you're going to do with her life, what you're going to do in this next coming season for her. And Father God, we just come, we stand against fearing the unknown. We will not fear the unknown, Father God. We fear you because you're going to protect us. We fear you because you're going to give us a wisdom. We fear you, Father God, because you know when is the season for us to move quickly, when is the season for us to rest, when is the season for us to prepare. You know it all because you are known in all knowing God. So, Father God, I thank you. When you tell us go because you didn't already bless me. Because of go travel well because you didn't already test it and you didn't already approve it. And so, Father God, I thank you for what you're doing in your daughter's life in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. 
He said to get rid of all the imitations, the imitators, the Im- imitators. Hold on. Where he should have removed all that These people, and they're not who they say they are. You're not going to deal with that no more. Hallelujah. You're going to know. You're going to know spot on. Leprosy, don't lose the little. You're going to go all over. You're going to waste your time. Thank you, Father. You ain't gonna waste your time. That ain't no more distraction. And so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the restoring, Father God, of the relationship that needs to be restored in a family, Father God, knowing that she will know that she could tend on your assignment, that you got everything in your hand, that you're working it out. Your words say, we please as you think you peace. And so, Father God, let that be peace around her, peace in her life. Peace, Father God. Let peace follow her all the days of her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to go out of this morning. I was just going to go out of this morning. I was just going to go out of this morning. I don't know what happened to your phone, Dr. Curlin, but it's saying real muffy. I can barely hear you. Oh, I was saying that it was just last night in my prayers. I was praying to the Lord that He would just take away every. Every person, every everything in my life that is not up here. Amen. Well, <laughs> he's gonna do it. You gonna know the imitate, take, the imitate, the fake one, base of the fake one. Those, you know, some mm-hmm. people like to be around you because what you carry too. Uh, God mm-hmm. gonna reveal some things, and they this time they're not gonna be able to catch. Leech on or whatever they've been doing, mm-hmm. you're gonna know them. You're gonna know them, and this time you're not gonna waste your time with them. Mm-hmm. You don't know because, honey, God is speeding up the time, and I'm telling you, some of us, like, He's shooting us forward, and it's gonna happen real quick. And like I said, I just see that like a time just it's just counting down for you. And it is going to speed up. So get ready for that. Amen. One prayer that you can pray, you know, Lord, whatever you have for me, make me ready. I want to be ready for whatever you have for me. If I ain't ready, whatever weakness in in the areas in my life, I just ask that you strengthen me in the weakness, the weakness area in my life. And the Father God, I ask Mm -hmm. that you make me ready. I want to be ready to serve you. Father God, whatever is in me, you know how to pray. You you know how to pray. But I'm just letting you know these are prayer points. You know what? I would not fear the unknown, Father God. I want to hold your hand through this, even through the storm, because I know it ain't gonna be easy. The storm is going to form the, you know, that, you know, the anchor 
you know, you, you just know how to pray. You know how to pray. Well, Father God, here I just like Samuel, here I am, Lord, speak. You know, here I am to serve you. What do you need me to do? I am here to serve you as your servant. What do you need me to do? And when he tell you, <laughs> remember what you pray. So don't be surprised where he needs you to serve. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised when he shut down places that you don't supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. What do you need me? Who do you need me to serve? I serve you first. Where do you need me in this season? Where do you want me to go? Who you want me to minister to? Who do you want me to pray for? These are questions that you ask the Father, and I promise you he's going to let you know. Mm-hmm. What are you requiring of me? A lot of people don't like the prayer, them, them type of prayers. How do you see me? How do you see me? Whatever area needs to be fixed in my life, Father God, you fix it so I can serve you. That's it. It's like that. A lot of people don't want to pray that type of prayer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm going to sit down at your feet and I'm going to eat at your feet. You give, fill me up. You, I'm going to sit here until everything you get up out of me. Because some, you know, sometimes I have to tell Lord, Okay, I feel this still up in there. I need you to get this up out of me. I'm going to sit right here. So, so it's going to be good. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. God bless you, and you have a blessed God holiday. Bless you. Thank you so much. The same to you. God bless you. Abundance you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All righty. Well, we're going to go ahead and end the show. I thank y'all for calling in. I pray that you have a blessed holiday. I pray that you will wake up giving thanks to the Father before you go to sleep throughout your day. You love on him. Love on him. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, tell him you love him. Oh, my God. You know, you love on him. You worship him. Love on him. Invite him into your home. Invite him into your heart. That's the thing, into your heart so he can reveal all the stuff that you still have in your heart. If you can, take her, do be a blessing to someone else. Stop wanting everything for yourself. Bless someone else. Do something for someone that you never did. You know, I, I do stuff. Sometimes the Holy Spirit, I'll ride down the street. The Holy Spirit will say, give somebody some flowers. Oh, come on, y'all. Just give a person a card will make a person day. 
Give them a flower. Go up to a stranger and give a flower and give them a Bible verse. Put us, you never know. The Holy Spirit will guide you to do stuff like that. You don't know just a flower or a car or something will make a person day. You know, seeing the Bible verse, ask God, when you wake up, Lord, who do you want me to pray for? Who you want me to speak into their life? And I guarantee you, either he's going to have somebody call on that phone or, or somebody he's going to put in my spirit. He'll say, pray for this leader, send this Bible verse out, you know, send this, send them a courage word. Most of the time he'll tell me, send leaders in courage words because they need it the most. They need prayer the most. They always be some type of leader. And I reach out to them and I lead them a voice message praying. And sometimes the prayers don't even be good, and some of them cut me off, but oh well. <laughs> He's got to do for God. Oh, Lord, I say, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You exposed him. Thank you. Sometimes you just got to do it so some people don't even know how to reach out and ask for prayer. They don't want, to. I mean, I don't know what it is, but when you say I'm praying for you and give them a little prayer, a little encourage, that make they day, trust me. They make their day. And sometimes when they don't want to, God, and I already put it up in you, what to say. So bless somebody. Smile Let somebody. When you walk out, how you doing? Hello, how you doing? Thank you. When you're in the store, thank you. When they do, thank you. Have a good day. They'll make people that. Do you not know when I work? And people get in that car, hello, how you doing? How's your flight? And they say, oh, thank you for asking me that. Because many of them don't even ask you that. That make people day. They'll say, thank you for asking because they don't even ask. Hey, how you doing? Or good morning. Good, good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And sometimes people be have so much on their mind or they didn't, they, they, good morning. Oh, good morning. Call somebody that you know you need to call. And so God bless you. God be with you to make his shine his face up on you that you will have a good, safe holiday. You know, we here at PGN love you, but remember God love you the most of all. He love you when you think nobody else love you. He know the thoughts that he have for you. He know the plans that he have for your life because his word keep telling us over and over. He know the plans that he have for your life. He know the thought and it is good it is well it is good it is well and when he say it is well it's good can't nobody do anything about it i don't care what you're going through it is well and sometimes you got the when people ask you how everything going it is well it is well it is good it's good because it is good it is good to those who love god might not seem like it, but it is good. I thank you. I thank you. Encourage yourself. Speak life into your own self. Fix yourself up. If you got to take yourself, one thing about LaShawn, I learned how to take myself out to dinner. I buy my flowers. I love on myself. <laughs> I love on myself. 
I take myself out to dinner. I will go. I will go. Enjoy life. Get out and do something you ain't never did before. Start speaking, Lord, I'm going to go to a ball. I ain't never been to a, a millionaire ball, a trillionaire ball. I ain't never been to a big ball, but I'm going to go to a ball. Hey, I'm going to go to a nice restaurant. Ain't nothing wrong with treating yourself to a nice restaurant. Nothing wrong with that. Why are you working so hard, but you can't enjoy life? It doesn't make sense. Get yourself up and fit. Some of you want to be married. Well, how are you going to meet your husband cooped up in the house? Put on some clothes. <laughs> I told my friend one time when I went to church, when you dress yourself up, it ain't about what you put on your face. It ain't about your hair. You putting all that stuff in there. If you want to wear that stuff, that's you. But anybody been around me, I'm a natural girl. You dress yourself up, put on you some nice, a nice little fancy dress and some shoes. It don't got to be a fancy dress. But when you dress yourself up, you have confidence. It does something. You have confidence. And then when you walk, I tell you, I put, I just put on a just like a regular dress. Went to church, but it was the confidence. I walked like I had confidence. And people were smiling and looking, and this man said, excuse me, pretty lady, <laughs> like the country, excuse me, pretty lady. People give you confidence, you know, they'll compliment, you know, hey, you pretty, you know, you looking nice. You don't got to pop all that makeup on and all that. You do what you want to do. That's what makes you look beautiful, do what you want to do. It's the way how you carry yourself. You got confidence and people going to know who you are. But they was looking. Hey, pretty. He said, hey, excuse me, pretty lady. Well, you got to get out there for your husband to locate you. Go to an art museum. Go to the park. Go somewhere. Stop letting the world let you be bunched up with fear. Let God lead you to the place that you need to go. So I want to share that. I don't know who that's for. You say you want a husband. You got to let your husband locate you. Can't be cooped up. And everybody think they husband in the church. You never know. Your your husband might be, he might like sports, you know, but he don't drink or nothing. He probably like sports. And he had a football game, a basketball game, a high school track meeting. They be out there, men's church, passive my son used to play sports, so I know. They love football. Your pastor, son, pastor sons be playing sport, or they nephew be playing sports. They got nephews or, or nieces in college playing sport. So they all in the sports. Uh, they, they love sports. They love high school sports, professional sports. So that's where they be at. They don't make them bad because they in sports. They, they, they sports because most likely they must have played sports in school. So if you play sports in school, you're going to like sports. Sometimes, you know, put your little cute jeans on and go to a basketball game or a track. I like track. Go to a track meeting. You just never know where you're going to meet your husband at. You never know. You never know. It ain't always in the church, y'all. 
he can be in church, but he's going to be going to that track meeting. He can be in church, but he still can go to them sports games to support his family, to support his nephew, to support his niece. Oh, I don't know who that's for. God bless you. Y'all have a happy holiday. We'll see y'all to next time. Remember the conference. Oh.